Hello, and welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. Kindness towards strangers leads two men to form an unlikely friendship that withstands death and distance in this Chinese tale. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Barefoot Giants, Ghosts, and Goblins collection. The Drinking Companions Chinese A long time ago, in the country of China, a farmer named Su had a house outside the walls of the city of Tzu. Every night he liked to go fishing in a nearby river where he always seemed to catch more than anyone else. He always took along a bottle of wine to drink, but before he had any himself he would pour some into the river in honor of those who had drowned in its swiftly rushing waters. One day, when he was sitting on the riverbank waiting for a bite, a young man came along. For some time, he paced up and down as if waiting for something. Finally, Sue called out to him and asked if he would like to share some of his wine. The young man readily agreed, and they sat side by side and shared the drink. But it was a disappointing night for fishing, and Sue wasn't getting a single bite. At last, the young man said, let me go downstream and see if I can chase some fish along this way. He went off so quickly that Sue could have sworn that he was flying, and in a few moments he heard a lot of splashing in the water as a number of fish swam into view. Eagerly, Sue threw his line in, and in no time at all he had a pile of fish on the riverbank beside him. Thank you, he said to the young man. Won't you please take some of my fish? The young man declined, saying, I have often shared your fine wine. This was but a small assistance in return, but if you don't mind, I have enjoyed myself so much that I'd like to come here again and share your company. Well, since we only met tonight, said Sue, I don't see how you could have shared my wine before. But you're welcome to join me whenever you like. And he asked the young man his name. You may call me Liu Lang, or Sixth Born, he said. Next night they met again, and again shared a bottle of wine. And as he had done the night before, the young man went some way downstream and sent many fish up to where Tzu was waiting. This went on for almost a year and the two became fast friends. Then one evening, Lu Lang was unusually silent. Is anything wrong? asked Sue. I'm afraid this will be the last night we spend together. Why should that be? asked Sue with concern. Are you sick? Several times the young man began to speak and stopped. At last he said, You must promise not to be afraid. You see, I am a ghost. I fell into the river when I had drunk too much. I've been here ever since, waiting to move on. The reason you always caught more fish here than anyone else is because I've been sending the fish down to you as thanks for all the libations of wine you gave me. Now it is time for me to go on my way. At first, Sue was very frightened but he thought of all the pleasant evenings he had spent with Liu Lang, and his fears went away. One thing I don't understand, he said. Why do you have to go now? 
Tomorrow I am going to be replaced, said Du Lang. A woman will fall into the river just over there and drown. Her ghost will take my place, and I shall be reborn as someone else. Surely that is cause for happiness, said Sue, and the two of them sat down side by side to share a bottle of wine for the very last time. Next day, Sue decided to hide by the river and watch what happened. Soon a woman came along with a baby in her arms. As she reached the riverbank, she slipped and fell in. She managed to toss the baby onto the bank, but she herself began to sink and cry out for help. Sue had difficulty in stopping himself from rushing to her aid, but he remembered what Yu Lang had said and watched to see what would happen. At last the woman managed to pull herself out of the river. She picked up her baby and ran off. Sue was left wondering whether his old friend had been telling the truth. That night he went to his usual spot on the riverbank, and there he found Liu Lang. I don't understand, said Sue. Well, you see, said Liu Lang, that woman was meant to take my place, but when I saw that she had a baby, I couldn't bear to let it happen, so I pushed her out of the water. Anyway, it means that you and I can go on meeting here for a bit longer. Sue was very happy to hear this, though he felt sorry for his friend. A few days later, Liu Lang came full of excitement and told him that he was to move on after all. It seems the gods decided I had done a kind thing by letting the woman live, he said. So instead of being reborn, I'm going to become a local god in the township of Wu in the province of Chu Yuan. Be sure you come and visit me there, and never mind the distance. Just come anyway. Now the province of Chu Yuan was hundreds of miles away, but Su was determined to go and to visit his old friend, so he put his affairs in order and set out, despite the fact that everyone else thought he was mad. His journey was long, but he finally reached the township of Wu and took a room in the local inn. There he asked the way to the temple. Ah, said his host, would your name be Tzu by any chance? Why, yes, replied Tzu in astonishment. How did you know? But the host had already hurried off, and when he returned, the whole township was with him. Tzu was more amazed than ever, but the people explained to him that they had all had the same dream a few nights before in which their local god told them that a good friend of his called Tzu was coming to stay, and that they should all help in any way they could with his traveling expenses. Tzu went to the temple and prayed aloud to his old friend before the little shrine in his honor. Scarcely a day has passed without my thinking of you, he said. And now, here I am, and you send people to meet me in such a wonderful way. I am sorry that I did not bring a proper gift, but I would be glad to share this bottle of wine with you. And with that, he placed the bottle in the little shrine. That night he dreamed of Liu Lang, who thanked him for coming so far to see him. I hope we shall meet again one day, he said. Meanwhile, when you get home, you will find that things will have gotten better for you. Su remained in the township of Wu 
for a few days more, and when he left, he had all sorts of gifts given to him by the townspeople in honor of their god. As Sue set out, a small whirlwind accompanied him for the first few miles. Then Sue stopped and said, Don't bother coming any further, Liu Lang. I'm sure you have many good things to do for the people in your care. Goodbye. The whirlwind hovered by him for a time, then vanished. Sue went on with his long journey, and when he arrived at his old home, he found that Liu Lang's words were true. Everything went well for him, and he soon became rich and comfortable. He never forgot his old friend, and nearly every night he went to the river and poured out some wine to the ghosts of those who had died in its fierce waters. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.